Hey guys, your boy Eli from the Centurions with my good brother Joey. Joey, how's it going, bro? Uh, doing pretty well, you know. It's another day, another week of uh, Watchmen. No, another week of what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's that's happening more and more. I think as each episode goes it's on, it's kind of starting to piss me off, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, not piss me off, but more like it's okay. A, it's, a no- it's a bit annoying. It's annoying. It's very annoying. Well, then again, it's the guy that wrote Lost, so and the leftovers. So, you know, I feel like that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why this looks like it's... Thankfully, ho- yeah. hopefully, it's not as long as Lost, because, you know, uh, you're in... I that. still say that this show should just be a one-season kind of thing, like a mini-series. It, 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 it feels like it will be. Hopefully it is. I mean, I don't really think this can go on for, like... I feel like, yeah, I also agree. Like it's a, Yeah, there's there's no reason to, to Game of Thrones this. Yeah, but anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah, episode, so... Episode four, four yes. Yeah. Um, if you don't like my story, write your own. Which, uh... so I know what you're thinking. Yeah, it sounds like he's they're throwing jabs at people who don't like the show, but uh, in actuality, it's a reference to uh, the book that is later going to be mentioned, which is "Things Fall Apart." Okay. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and there's an interesting thing about that book that I'm surprised I haven't heard. Any connections yet? But we'll get to that when we get to that. So basically, it's this uh, episode starts off with um, sort of this farm family called the Clarks. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a reference to Superman? I don't know. It probably is. Maybe. The farmers, their names are Clarks. So... Listen, but... the mom was not named Martha. I'm pretty sure. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm like pretty sure. When the day comes when we talk about Batman vs Superman, it's gonna be you, it's gonna be me, it's gonna be Kelvin, and we're all gonna kill each other afterwards. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. But no, um, it starts off with them. Um, they're they're little farmers. They're selling their little chickens down the road. Their little eggs. You're not getting that much business, but you know they live um, a simple life. The simple life, a, a happy simple life. farmer life. Yeah, happy life. Wish I had. But um, late in the night, they get a call. They get a they get a call. Well, not a call, but like a knock on the door by a woman, by a woman that we haven't seen seen yet, but has been mentioned throughout the show, Lady True. Yeah. And so she comes in and tries to get them to sell off their house. Well, not sell, but more like, listen, I got something that you want. Yeah, that, yeah. And you got something that like, I want. Yeah, she's pretty much bargaining for their land and she's kind of like putting out all these like non-negotiables about about it yeah and they eventually you know they do definitely sign because you know she has the one thing they've always wanted which do you want to mention that you want to make that as a part of spoiler nah, no i think we mention it now because i feel like it's like the first couple of minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode, and so. it and we can talk about the, the effects of it later yeah so yeah. what she introduces them is a baby boy because uh you know the mother mm. the, the woman uh you know she's not she's not you know she she, has, she can't have babies yeah yeah i was trying to find like a scientific term but you know that, that makes more sense <laughs> yeah she 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 uh it's layman's terms she can't have kids they've tried so before um but they just couldn't find the way they, she just there was no there was no will to the way well yeah her her, her eggs were deemed infertile yeah. yeah that's what it was and while i like the idea of this, I felt like it went, it just, it went too fast. Well, yeah, I kind of see what, see, I kind of understand what you mean. Um, 
uh, it's sort of set up in a very sort of like high stakes, high fast mm-hmm. scenario because Lady True puts it on a timer where it's like you have three minutes and we're gonna talk about it, and then like as the as, you know as the minutes go by, it's like oh yeah, I I've I've by I I've given you I've uh, I made a baby through your biological DNA and it's your baby, and uh, if you want it, sign over the house. You got like. 30 seconds. Also, I will make sure that you guys are provided for and that baby has enough money to go to college. Yeah, she gives them like... She literally gives them like a, a dinner plate. Not a dinner, not a dinner plate, a buffet of like options. Yeah, she's like she pretty much like, like, like sets them up with like five million dollars. So, you know, they're, they're pretty set. They're set for life. Yeah, and like I'm not saying it's unreasonable, but I'm saying like that went a little too quick. They didn't, they didn't have enough time to like contemplate the whole thing. Like, do we really? Are we even sure this is our kid? But the, the, it was, I, I get the I get the whole notion. It was just like it was the whole time. It just it just felt very off for me. Yeah, I, I mean I understand that, and it's definitely sort of like a uh, like sort of like weirdly paced and like um, sort of a. Like you feel like this is supposed to be a moment that like somebody should uh be able, has to contemplate. They have to like really think about it. But it's like you got thirty seconds. Sign you know sign your sign your house over to me now. Okay, yes, Lady True. I will sign my house away, and so she does the mom because they're they're over over the hills with joy with having their own child now. Yeah, and we get into something interesting that happens that Lady True. Gets a signal and she walks out. Well, she doesn't get a signal, but she just they walk outside because they hear something, and it's this, it's, it's this sort of meteorite that's falling down to the earth, which we're all wondering what could that be. I mean, the obvious answer will probably be Doctor Manhattan, but we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. And so we get. I want to say this was said in a couple months ago before anything happens. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's sort of a. It's not happening in the now. It seems more like a. This happened maybe a couple months before the uh, the main timeline of the show at the moment. Yeah, because they they do a quick uh, dissolve, and they kind of mention that she's gonna build something that she's that they're gonna that they're in the way of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so from there we transition to our girl uh, Angela, where um, she's like getting rid of the evidence that um, was left behind by Will. Yeah. So. As she's doing that, she gets a notification that, hey, you got a letter from the guys that we talked about since episode two. You know, the people that prove that you have ref- uh, are able for reparations. Yeah, the uh, that ancestry uh, museum place. Yeah. yeah. And from there, and like, you know, she's a little weirded out because she's never known her family. She's never known her history. And she accidentally burns up the paper that said, that the, the, the paper that says, watch over this boy. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, she dresses up as her as her outfit, Sister Knight, and she goes in and technically kind of breaks in. Yeah, she she, uh, she, she uh, covers it up as a, somebody breaking in, and she just she's the one breaking in, but she's like, I'm investigating, it looks like somebody might have broken in. Yeah, and so they go into it, and, find, and she just finds out who her grandparents are, who Will is. And yeah, we all knew he was a kid, so that's no, that's no, um, that's no surprise there. Yeah, but it's, yeah, but yeah. there's a there's a tender moment where sh- she's like, I finally found out who I am, and this person came in and fucked my life. 
Yeah, and she's sort of like, it's like a weird projection hologram thing, like, like an actual like family tree, and she's able to see like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. who her great grandparents are, and like, because remember she's never known her family. Yeah, like, yeah, I think she mentions that like she ne- like her parents, you know, both died and all that stuff. So uh, she sort of like sees like the hologram of like Will as a young boy, and she sort of just goes on about like. Like, uh, you know, like, I looked, I looked through my history, my family, and, and I now, and now I know who my family are, and because of you, everything's gone to shit right now, and I don't want to see you ever again. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um. And that's what she said. And then we get cut to, uh, the stuff, that, the ending of episode three, where, um, we hear the, the, the car dropping down, the siren, the, the horns and all that good stuff. When and uh, Lori outside laughing. Yeah, yeah, she so happens to be like right nearby. Well, I guess to be fair, yeah, like the the car drops in the exact same place. Yeah, it was taken from. Mm-hmm. So it was established that they're at least near each other too. Yeah, yeah. Early in the episodes, and so after that, we get ourselves um a quick talk with um where am I missing stuff up? Uh, what happens afterwards again? No, it's just, uh, you know, she, she finds out that it's her car, uh, she's, like, checking, she finds, like, a, that bottle, Mm -hmm. or whatever, in the, in the, uh, glove compartment. That's what it was, I was like, because I'm, I'm I'm thinking ahead, and I'm like, that's not what happened afterwards, but, um, you know. And the, and, uh, Lori just sort of, like, kind of, like, he mentions that it fell from the sky, and she's like, are you serious? It's like. Mm, it did. I mean, I also would have, I also look that fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, after that, it's the stuff with the family, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they uh, it's a scene with uh, her family. Yeah, uh, not Lori's family, but no, Angela, uh, Angela's yeah. family. And then there we, um, well, no, they cut to, like, you know, they're having a little conversation. Um, the girls are sleeping in mom and dad's bed. Um, no room for mom though. So she goes. She goes. Uh, go goes to Topher's room and comforts him, and they have a quick conversation about stuff. What was the stuff again? Um, you know, they just sort of like it's kind of like a heart to heart moment. Yeah. Um, if I recall, it's just sort of them. Uh, I think he's still mentioning Judd. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just really tired right now. <laughs> like, yeah. And you have some. Yeah. It crashed last night. And now, um, yeah, no, they have a nice heart to heart, and which leads to what happens, what's going on in the morning, and we find out an interesting character trait with um, the husband, whose name I'm is escaping me. Uh, well, what's it again? Um, isn't it a? <laughs> I want to say Cal. Cal, yeah, Cal. Cal. Calvin. No, but um, Cal talks. Ends up having a conversation with his with the daughters. Saying basically saying that there is no heaven, there is no God, and we all turn to dust and nothing else more. Well, yeah, because uh, the the kids were having an argument about uh, Judd being in heaven or like you know that kind of stuff. And he's like, "Well, kids, um, there is no such thing as heaven. Uh, Judd was born from nothing, and he dies in nothing. And like he, the like the, the little girl has like sort of like a moment where she's kind of sad, but then he immediately switches to like." Who wants waffles? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was a 
That was just a weird. That was just a weird moment. But I mean, you said it to me as we were watching this episode. It makes sense that they that he would probably say something like that because this is a world that we have dark in Manhattan. Is yeah, when you have like a giant, when you have like a big blue man that can pretty much just do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, the the concept of God probably is uh, not as huge as it once was. For now, people. now I don't remember if this is in the book. But I do remember the scene from the movie where um, they talk about the creation of Doctor Manhattan, and uh, that one reporter says like, "There is a Superman, and he is American." And he's he, then he later like rectifies what he said. I didn't say I didn't mean to say Superman, a Superman man. I said that God exists and he is American. Remember? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so like at the that sort of like dictates to me like yeah, it makes sense that there's someone that there'd be a lot more. Um, questions towards religion i mean they're not questioning religion but it's a it's an i think it's it's one of those little nods that like okay this is a world where they literally met a guy who basically can do whatever the like you said whatever the fuck he wants and create anything out of nothing and to some that would be a god yeah yeah absolutely yeah so you don't even know but, but, but then you also know that he was created so like you know yeah it's just a whole bunch of uh it's meta. It's metaphysics. Yeah. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's uh either there is a god or there isn't a god. It depends on where you land. And later on, um, Angela goes visit her good good old good old pal Looking Glass. Yeah, and uh, you know, just he hangs out in like a bunker mm-hmm. in his house because he's a cuckoo guy. Yeah, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, he's he basically has a doomsday prep. Uh, scenario stuff like he would show up on that show. Yeah. And so, the the interesting thing I that I noticed with him is that he is probably the most um weird, like the most craziest out of the dude, but the most chillest. Yeah, I guess in a weird way. Like he's he's kind of like this this iteration's Rorschach, but not as aggressive. Like he's like the 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 mirror opposite. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Especially considering how they both have kind of similar, like, at least... Attire, yeah. Yeah. And, like, his... he's he, They're both sort of these conspiracy theorists kind of guys. Yeah. So, that, to me, that kind of makes sense. That if that's what they kind of views. And there's a lot of people that um think that he's part of the 7th Cavalry. Uh, I don't know. It's weird, right? Yeah. I think it's a red herring. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because him being uh, part of 7th Calibre just feels so, like, out of place, I guess. Yeah, considering that he's usually the one interrogating yeah. the 7th people versus being 7th Calibre. Yeah. Well, not, not just that. It's, like, it's too obvious. Yeah. He's he's uh, white, he's obviously a white guy, but he's also got that thick southern accent. Yeah. That you would accustomate with the people of the Seventh Cavalry and like that kind of stuff, like like that's like the first thing you would think of because of his voice, his mannerisms. But he's he doesn't seem like it. He no, seems more chill. No, especially given uh, what he's willing to do to help Angela. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah, he's willing. He's he's willing to go against protocols, but he's just letting her know, hey, you might not like what's gonna happen at at uh, headquarters. 
Twitch, she, Twitch, you know, we let her go there. But before we go that, we got to talk about the weird moment that happened in the in the episode that was pretty uh, funny to us. Uh, the 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 Silver Man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the... yeah. So Angela tries to get rid of the evidence of the wheelchair. Yeah. And she turns around and sees that there's a guy dressed up in all silver. Yeah, he's in a silver jumpsuit and has like a belt. And I think some goggles on, and he just sort of like starts running because he like he sees, he sees Angela dumping the evidence, and uh, Angela quickly like finds out that you know she's being watched, and she gives chase. Yeah, and it was a it's a nice chase, uh, standard like uh, on foot chase, and then at some point he starts spraying himself with some something. Yeah, like some sort of weird like oil slick stuff, and then he runs in and slides into a sewer grate. Yeah. And it's just, I like how Angela's reaction, she's like, the fuck? Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, that's the re- the reaction that uh, everyone in the audience has as well. Yeah, because like, it was more, you don't expect that. It's not a, I don't know if it's a superpower or just like the, the chemicals that are in the thing make them go slippery. No, I feel like it's definitely like the uh, the chemicals. Yeah, because there's only one confirmed superhero, and that's basically Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's definitely like him spraying a bunch of like oil to like help him be slick enough to just slide into stuff. So yeah, no, I definitely think that's what it is. Yep. And so, you know, we later we go back to to the precinct, the headquarters, or whatever you want to call it, and we meet a uh, Key Junior. Yeah. He's sort of like hanging out at the police station. Being very weird. Yeah, slightly. Yeah, I mean, he's thinking Angela for saving his life. It's just, it's weird. And then we find out that Lori is now in charge of the precinct. Yeah, she's in uh, Judd's office and uh, sort of like handling the investigation. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, she also starts investigating exactly uh, what happened with Angela's car. Mm Mm-hmm. So which leads her to finding out about Will and her later po- and possibly investigating Cal. Uh, yeah, because well, I she did investigate. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, she went to uh, Angela's house and had a conversation with Cal. Yeah, and so that and so from there, they get a call and they're gonna head and go see Lady True, who we met earlier in the episode. Yeah, and during that ride, um, Angela finds out that Lori was the second Silk Spectre. Yeah, with with her partner sort of mentioning sort of the, uh, like her background because uh, they're essentially we're having like a bit of a I guess you would call it a heart to heart moment because they're just sharing like their backstories. It was, I think it was more you consider more of a battle of uh, of wits, I guess. Yeah, possibly. Because Lori's whole thing, and we'll get to that later, is that most of these mass vigilantes are trying to hide their trauma. They're people with problems, and they're just using it to get their anger out. And to which uh, her response is like, "No, I'm just trying to protect my family." It's like, "No," it's just like, "No, man, trust me. I I wore the mask before. I know how it feels." And that's what led us to the whole Lori's uh, thing. And there's a little joke in there that that you found funny. Uh, yeah, slightly because uh, when uh, uh, Lori's psych uh, partner um, yeah. mentions that uh, you know. Her parents were in the Minutemen. Uh, Angela goes like, like from the TV show, and he sort of goes like, "That TV show, man, nah, that's uh, that's not, a lot of bullshit." Yeah, he's like, "It's not great. There's a lot of historical inaccuracies in it and stuff like that." Because he's a he's a historian. 
Yeah, he's a historian of that stuff. Which, I mean, we can get into whether or not that's meta later on. Yeah, because I feel like you you saw that as more meta than I did. Yeah. And so, um, we meet Lady True. She's clearly building a lot of weird stuff. And when and, and apparently, the little girl that we met earlier in, like, what, episode two? Yeah. That's her daughter. Yeah, it's, uh... And we'll get to her when we get to her. Yeah. But, you know, Lady True only allowed Lori and um, Angela to come in, leaving good old, the good old partner, what's his name, um... What was his name again? The partner? Petey? Petey. Petey. Yeah. Petey. Um, he left her behind. He said, like, you know, only women allowed now. I'm like, oh, man, really? He's kind of feminine. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but um, they they go and have a chat with um, with Lady True, and we find, and basically she's kind of like, doc, like, like uh, Osmandius, always, like, you know, trying to solve the world's problems, trying to make a new world. And... So we find out about a little bit about her. She's from Vietnam. She values a lot of the culture and the idea of um, legacy. Yeah, which was also a big thing that she was mentioning. I think in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, and I'd like to get more into that as we get as as later, especially in our spoiler portion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, and so when and so they have a true and Angela have a little talk. And Vietnamese, and we find out that she, that True is in, like she 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 has some connections to Will William. Yeah, cause uh, uh, the 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 aircraft that stole Angela's car with Will in it was one of her aircrafts. And like, it was not Archie. No, so she was. Uh, so they basically came there to pretty much sort of try to f- figure out that hey, one of your one of your aircrafts stole this car, and we want to and we want to figure out like if anybody you know, is here, responsible. Yeah, to like we're gonna get them, we're gonna get them good. And she's like, I have, I'll look into it. I have no idea what happened. But we also find out that True is very heavily inspired by Osmandius. Yeah, to the point where she even has like this gold statue of him in her uh, little. Uh, palace yeah i guess you would call it that it's like a giant like greenhouse yeah just to replicate like the environment of vietnam yeah and so it's weird how and laurie points out that he they 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 made it look old and she's like well we always honor our ancestors for we are their legacy kind of stuff yeah and then we cut into good old adrian by good old asmandius and something that we thought was really really um just uncomfortable not uncomfortable but like what the fuck yeah so we find out where the where, the, where those uh, clones are coming from they start off as babies in the middle of a lake that he has to fish out yeah and then like he, old uh lobster style yeah it's uh, you know he's and he, and he pretty much decides which ones look the best to him and which ones if there aren't any that look good, then he just throws them back into the water. Uh, there's a rumor that there's a there's a theory that he's only allowed a certain number to take out because of the game of the game master or the whatever. Uh, I guess fair play. I mean, yeah, no, that, that, that might be involved. Yeah, that. and so he takes them. He, he finds two good ones, and he goes in and rip. He puts them in this like I guess would be like a 
age rap uh, rapid fire, I guess. Yeah, it's like a, it's like this weird like cylindrical machine that like somehow is able to like rapidly develop these babies into full grown adults in like less than two minutes. Yeah, and you know th- those are how he gets his servants. Yeah, and because like yeah, you know he just puts it on. He go he goes down and just starts eating a bit and listening to some music. And like you can hear in the background the screaming of a baby to a child to a grown woman, and then voila, you're instant servants. Yeah. And we'll get into like the whole things with the servants soon, but basically he, the reason he has two new ones is because he case he killed he killed them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not shown on screen, but pretty much uh, we, he, we 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 find out as soon as he walks into the room. Yeah, that he pretty much murdered pretty much all of his staff and needs like more more servants. Yeah. And so we get a hint of his new plan where he's just basically catapulting the dead uh bodies out oh outside of wherever he is. Yeah. And he makes the notion of this is this fourth year in there and he's starting to go a little cuckoo. Yeah. The you know, he's sort of like starting to lose his his sanity, and he's like, I'm trapped in a prison, I gotta get out. And I have a quick um, relation to that, but again, we'll get to, well, I feel like um, I'll, I'll explain further on, but this is, I feel like this is a clear notion to the book, to the comic within the comic, which is the Tales of the Black Freighter. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, it's, it's it's it seems very similar to that. And so, you know, we find out that he's, he's working on something, that using a catapult to measure out the distance of where this little area that he's trapped in is, and we get and if fate, this is like cool fate to the moon, yeah. Where we um find out where um Angela comes in and talks to her husband Cal about the stuff that was talked they talked about with Lori. Yeah, she was sort of questioning him of like, did you tell her anything about uh, uh Will and all that stuff? He's like. No, I, I don't do that. I didn't do that. And here we like sort of learn like from the beginning, like uh, uh, he, that uh, Cal doesn't like to lie. You know, he's like, an honest man. Yeah, for him, like lying is just like not like something he likes to do. But you know, for 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 Angela, he, you know, he, I guess he does it for her. Yeah, and that that sort of gives you the reason why is as another reason as to why he was all. Yeah, you come from nothing. You come back. You you come from nothing. You'll end up as nothing. Yeah, that's because he doesn't want to give those kids like like false hope or something like that. Yeah, which is a kind of a dick thing to do, but uh, I I get it. Yeah, yeah, I understand as well. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of just just so that it's not like he he himself is like tries to be like a honest person at mm-hmm. all times, but you know sometimes you gotta like lie uh for people you love yeah and so they have a quick talk and they try to get stuff and like you know it's just a very heart-to-heart moment and then we uh cut to true's daughter waking up from a nightmare yeah like uh they're they're still in that like little rehouse place and she has like an iv like yeah like in her uh, arm and then as soon as she wakes up she pulls that up and like sort of goes to uh lady true and is like hey i had a bad dream i was uh in vietnam i was like walking around they made me walk for hours these soldiers yeah so like 
and, and they choose her like he that's nice and and uh her daughter's like can you walk me back to bed it's like nah you can do, just go eat yourself and uh which i think like I, um which definitely just shows that like there's she's like also like lady she's also doing like something with her daughter like yeah whatever that is probably like and i was stuff. i was gonna say this uh at the moment but i feel like talking about it now probably best have you noticed that her daughter is not really aged? Um, well, kind of, yeah. Like, I feel like more of, like, she just, like, very... She has, like, very similar mannerisms to her mother in terms of, like, yeah. speaking-wise. They both, like, sound very similar. Yeah, and you mentioned that one of the co- one of the people that work in there was also very similar to the mother. Yeah, like, in terms of its mannerisms. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's, it's weird, uh... I mean, I have a bit of a theory about it, but I feel like I'll bring that up in the, in the spoiler. Yeah, no, I get it. And then we find out that Will was there the whole time. Yeah, like, it turns out, like, uh, Lady Lady True was definitely involved in um, getting Will out of there. And uh, apparently they have something big planned. And he's he knows that what's going to happen is probably not going to be okay with Angela. Yeah, like he makes note of that. Uh, sorry, I just had to like move it a bit. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, no, he he makes note of that. Like, what what he's planning to do is definitely gonna like screw up a lot. Yeah, especially like whatever chances he has to have a meaningful relationship with Angela, considering that she's uh, uh his granddaughter. So yeah, it's definitely seems like they're planning <laughs> something, and then um. Well, it just goes like tick tock, tick tock. Yeah. Oh, but but you forgot to mention the one <laughs> really shocking thing. The boy can walk. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely can walk. Yeah. So I'm confused as to a lot of things, but I think it has to do with the pills. Most likely. So as we go, as we go, as we exit out, we find out that there's that the sh- those airships are taking other stuff all the way up to space. Or something. There's a lot of stuff that are getting that's getting thrown up there. Yeah, I think it's more like it, those things are like just built, keep on like building that giant tower she's building. Yeah, which is a clock tower. Yeah, so like TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, so whatever that is, I, I'm guessing that's mm-hmm. sort of the big mm-hmm. like huge thing that's going to happen later on in, in the, in the uh, season. Yeah, and yeah, that's how the episode ends. So Joey, I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think of the episode so far? Um, like my arms are catching up to you, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, this episode was alright. Um, I definitely sort of uh feel like this is sort of I think the I feel like we're getting to the part of the show where like mm-hmm. um more more stuff is getting revealed. Yeah, like there's definitely more stuff getting revealed, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we we keep getting we're starting we keep we're like this episode was just full of like repeated information. For like, for us, the audience, like, yes, we know that, uh, like, cause yes, we know that like Angela and Will are related and all this stuff. And I don't know. It just sort of feels like we keep getting like, like the same information for certain characters over and over, which is kind of like, at least for me, feels like a bit like repetitive, repetitive. Yeah. No, I I I agree with you. It's I, f- I don't want to say this is the weakest episode, 
because it, but it feels much like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll commit to saying it's the weakest episode uh, by far. All right, man, you take it from me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you at all. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it feels like we're sort of like we keep treading on the same ground and we're just waiting for something to happen, which I assume will definitely happen in the next episode. Yeah, because the only good, the only thing, the only new thing we got was um, the the whole uh, true thing. Yeah, like finally knowing who Lady True is, uh, and um, that, knowing that she's involved with something. Yeah, as well as that weird uh, guy in the silver suit. Yeah, like wondering what the hell that is all about. Yeah, it's it's uh, heck. I'll say it. yeah. You're right. It's the weakest episode. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't think it's bad. It's just uh, compared to all the other episodes, it definitely seems like like a weird like slower yeah uh just like not a lot of whole stuff essentially mm-hmm. happening yeah and like to get what i was gonna say earlier about the black freighter uh story it's sort of a story it's a comic book within a comic in the comic ah say comic three times um and in the story it's about this captain who has to escape um basically he has to make a boat out of dead people yeah and he has to do what he can to get back to his family to rent some other stuff, but he ends up becoming the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so that's basically the whole idea, and you kind of get that with Osmandius, because the story basically, like, oh, the Black Fairy kind of parallels with with what uh, Osmandius has been up, what Osmandius did in the book. So you can, uh, so this is like taking it to full circle, where he's now literally becoming that. Yeah, in a weird way. Yeah. So it's I'm I'm in, I'm down for it. It looks cool. Yeah. Same with me. And uh, it's, it, it gives more character to Osmandius. Well, I'm not saying he didn't have character, but I'm saying, like, you're more invested. Because the one thing I will say for throughout this show, the Adrian Veidt stuff is probably the best thing about it. Yeah, it's it's like, it's just kind of like, it's like a weird, it's like so weird and interesting. Like, yeah. Crazy shenanigans going on with him. Yeah, and you're and it's you're we're and not saying the other stuff isn't bad, but we're just like you said earlier, we're we're retreading. We're we're not progressing at all, and I want to progress. This is the fourth episode of a nine episode series. I don't want like one filler episode. Yeah, and this felt like a filler, and maybe after the whole thing's done, we'll we'll say differently. Maybe because the preview um shows something stuff happening. Yeah, the preview definitely shows a lot more interesting stuff that, that might be happening. Uh, Especially from Looking Glass's point of view. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm very excited because I haven't seen that much of that character. There's also like a couple characters that I have, like, I'm, I can already tell they're not going to be important, which is like Pirate Jenny and the Red Scares. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, these guys are going to be that important. They're just going to be like, cannon fodder. Most likely. Yeah. Most, yeah. But no, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm fine with it. it. I think it was okay. Yeah, it's it's an okay episode, which you know, not saying it's bad, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's it's good. It's all right. I think this I think this show has been pretty solid so far. Yeah, and I'm willing to see where else it goes. Um, but yeah, so spoiler time. I'm gonna give you we're gonna give you guys a couple seconds to go and watch the rest of the episode yourself. I know we kind of basically say always say the whole, what like key points of the episode, but we always try to leave out certain details that we feel are very important to the episode. And yeah, you ready? 
Uh, yeah. So, Jay, we're going to go to spoilers. Okay, spoiler time. Joy, what the fuck is going on with those clones, man? Yeah, no, the clones thing is just so weird. Um, Like, also we, we sort of learned that the clones sort of like have to like wait a bit to like be able to even understand. Because I assume because Rapply yeah, and, and that stuff. And there's a clear notion that someone, who whoever created them does not understand uh, people, I guess. Which makes me think, wherever he is, wherever he's imprisoned, he because he basically says this is his prison. Yeah, is basically probably Doctor Manhattan. It's possible. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, it might be Lady True for all we know. Yeah, like, like he. It's definitely like, if anything, like the whole, like this whole episode sort of like, uh, definitely confirms the idea that. Uh, Adrian is not in a place that he that he put himself in. Mm-hmm. Someone put him here. They uh, create these clones for him, and he sort of just is in this weird environment. That, and uh, where he initially thought that, you know, it was a it was a cool place to be and all that stuff. But now he's sort of like, I hate it here. I want to leave. Yeah, and we got confirm we got confirmation that it's been four years. Yeah, he's been he's been in here four years. And which makes which we all knew, but now we finally got confirmation. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like because uh, like the whole anniversary cake thing definitely was like weird at the start. Yeah, in, in the first episode, like you're sort of like, all right, what are they celebrating then? And and now, like, I feel like it's pretty obvious that it's he's been celebrating all the times, like the, the entire time he's been in the uh, whatever he is, whatever this place is. Yeah. Cause, uh, especially considering that when he makes the new, when he ages up the new clones, he's eating like one, an anniversary cake. Yeah. So. And when he gets there, there's still the anniversary cake. It's bits like all melted now. Yeah. And okay, and they're still not functioning well because they still don't understand what the fuck a knife is. Yeah. Because he guns again gives them a sh- once again, Mister whatever his name is, Phillips, gives him a shoe again, a horseshoe. Yeah. And he's like, I don't need this right now. I need it later. Kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, ah, man, this is, this is why I'm saying the Adrian Vice stuff is the most interesting stuff about the show. Because it's the more, I want to know what's going on. And they're making this whole thing. And like the whole Black Freighter um, reference that I made earlier, it's, He's really starting to become like that because, like, he he he's after he starts making a boat of his dead crew, he starts becoming crazier and crazier, hallucinogen, and uh, like, and stuff doesn't go well for him. And I yeah. see that happening soon. And so, yeah, the next thing is for Lady True. Yeah. What is up with his daughter, man? Yeah, like honestly, like the whole I I'm pretty positive that uh, like there's two things that I I, I have. That are mm-hmm. about Lady True and her relationship with her daughter. One, I'm like half certain that she, her daughter is just a clone. Yeah. Of some kind. Because personally, I feel like their mannerisms and the way they speak are like super similar. Mm-hmm. Which I guess sort of leads me to believe that she's definitely like some, a clone of some kind. Mm-hmm. And we know that like, clone, like these weird clone things are kind of possible in this universe considering... What's happening with Adrian Vibe and all that stuff? Yeah. 
and for and I think this I think it has to be a cloner because she keeps getting like these memories of Vietnam that that seemed like to to affect uh Lady True very well. Yeah, like uh, she's like she was happy to hear like that here that she was walking for miles and miles and miles. Yes, I want you to remember that. Yeah, yeah, like, that's also my other thing. Like, I feel like like she's like trying might be like trying to subject her to like like these memories of like vietnam yeah like probably the war the vietnam war and that stuff uh probably like in some weird like attempt to like teach her daughter like legacy and all that stuff and about like you know her ancestors before her yeah which uh probably makes sense considering uh just how she is mm-hmm. like just how like lady true is all about that like you know our legacy is the most important thing for for humanity and that kind of stuff yeah and it's funny how we're talking about legacy because I think that's the overall theme of this episode is legacy and the stuff that we've uh, leave behind and what people have left behind for us. Because like Angela doesn't just find out about her legacy, we know about the legacy of Silk Spectre too, Lori, and now we're and we're ta- and we're seeing the legacy that's that True is talking about and the importance of like passing on, having like basically for the future. Yeah, and it makes sense because like. So Cal was reading Things Fall Apart. And Things That Fall Apart is basically um, the relationship with this African tribe and how they uh, hold to their beliefs while being conquered by uh, Christians. Yeah. And in the book, uh, I, th- I want to say his name was Okonkwo. Uh, that's the main character. He has a son who, like, it's he, he does, he, he's not the kind of son he wants. And he eventually... Um, sides with the Christians and start following their religion and forgetting everything that the his father had taught him. And for Aquanquo I think I'm again I'm I'm probably it's been a long time since I read the book, so I'm I'm just paraphrasing at this point. But uh he there was another character who was like his ideal son he ends up killing because of certain things. And later on, you know, that's what eventually led the the, the separation between him and his son, his legacy and the moment, like he, his whole world shattered apart. Is the moment he ended up doing something that was later was eventually frowned upon by the culture. So this whole idea of legacy rings true whenever you bring up something like like things that fall apart, and especially considering the 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 idea of 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 African Americans in in this show. Yeah, and, and, but in general, if you want to say that. Yeah, yeah, I think I understand that. That makes yeah, I think that. Uh... Yeah, I think that's a compelling argument. Yeah, and it's Things Fall Apart was a good book. I recommend it. it. Go read it. It's awesome. It's and yeah. So I think is there anything else we want to talk about? Because I think that was all of it. Um, I'm trying to. Oh, you wanted to say about the the, oh, <laughs> the yeah, show, yeah, the yeah, show, yeah, yeah, the Minutemen show thing the, <laughs> in that comment. Yeah, which I I feel like that sort of. I don't want to say it confirms like my theory that the American Hero Story show is like a weird meta commentary reference to uh, the Zack Snyder Watchmen movie, mm-hmm. but like hearing like uh, Petey like sort of like go go on like a little small tangent of like oh the show's not that accurate it's not you know like they they they, they exaggerate some things or stuff like that. It's like 
feels like it's like the writers or like the makers of the show like doing like a bit of a jab at how they probably feel about uh the Zack Snyder movie. Now granted, I still don't know if that's like legit or not, but like mm. it seems like that's where they're kind of going with that. Yeah. Sorry, I had to answer a message. But no, um I get that cuz like a lot of people have talked about uh the the sh- the movie not really it while it follows it, it's basically page for page what the sh- what the book is, is it doesn't really have the the feel of Watchmen as they say. Yeah. Which I mean I kind of get. Yeah, it's understandable. Especially especially from a hardcore fan like Petey who would see something like that's like nah, it's not it's not, that's not how it is. That's not how it was. I know, I know the true Watchmen, Minuteman, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so you know, it's it it's like that's sort of my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like it confirms that theory for me, but I'm still not gonna like go 100 percent with it. Go 100 percent because I I don't really know what 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 uh what their intention for like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff would be. Yeah, and well, yeah, I think that's I can't think of anything else. Really? Yeah, I think that's all, all I wanted to say, at least. Yeah, because like, like you said earlier, it's we just retreading now. We're retreading a lot of stuff, and the only good, th- the only thing I'm, that's keeping kept me invested is the whole Adrian Byte stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for next week. You want to talk about what next week's episode is gonna be about? Yeah, I think the teaser mentions. Uh, it seems like it'd be, be like sort of more on Looking Glass perspective, and like he's part of like this uh com- like. A uh, little group that like sort of believes in like extra dimensional beings or something like that. Yeah, because like that's because uh, that's what they were led to believe when it comes to like the whole alien squid thing. Yeah, and I want to see like whoa, were we finding out more about people who who are affected by the whole situation with the squid? I'm down for that. Let's go. Yeah, and it definitely seems like uh, there, there's also like seems to be like stuff that this like the seven calorie or like about to start something mm-hmm. what that is i don't really know yeah i got you um also so there's a there's a quick glimpse of like some kid in a car or some guy in a in the hall of mirrors yeah yeah what, what that is i don't really know no no no. but earlier in some of the trailers they show off like some guy and his girlfriend going around like the whole area of like this whole carnival thing and it pretty much says that nothing good's gonna happen and I'm very interested to see what's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and I'm super down for a lot of that. For all I know, it's probably in the past. Then you know, it's it's interesting. I'm down. I'm down to see where else we can go with this. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree. I, I definitely uh, the next episode seems to be a lot more interesting than the episode we got uh, <laughs> today. Yeah. Well, today was just more of a retread. It was um. Not saying it was bad, but like at some, there were some moments I didn't like the opening, the law of retreadness that we already know, and just yeah. Yeah, so I think that's all we have to say about uh, this week's uh, episode of Watchmen. Yeah. So you want to call off? Want to end it? Well, I mean, I, I feel like we've gotten to that point, right? Yeah, sounds about right. We are reaching uh, damn near forty something minutes. Okay, so guys, you know it's been. It's been fun talking about Watchmen. We'll talk. We'll get back to you guys next week as we talk about episode five, and the title for that one is "Little Fear of Lightning." Well, I am scared of lightning. <laughs> <laughs>
Never strikes me. That's true. So, it's been your boy, Eli. You enjoy. You can catch us on Spotify, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora. Ca- I already said CastBox, didn't I? Yeah, you said CastBox. I, th- I think those are just the five. But follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to us. Click that bell. You know, do all that good stuff. Bell icon, subscription. Make sure to support us in any form or fashion. We also support us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're always updating our Instagram whenever we can. A lot of fun stuff. And later, we'll be having a good uh, conversation. Hopefully, we can get... I'm I'm really trying to get Kelvin and some of the other guys to get in on this. We're really interested in this show. And Kelvin... I would like to hear Kelvin's uh, thoughts on this. Because uh, there's a whole Vietnam thing going thing. And he's, a, he's very proud of his culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to see that. But, no, like I said earlier, guys, follow us in whatever uh, so, podcast format you guys find. find. Follow us on the YouTube and yeah, so this has been Joey and your boy Eli. We and we are the Geek Centurions, and we're signing out. Peace. <laughs>